Hello, and welcome back to Wiffle. Mariska and I are excited, as always, <laughs> to talk about today's topic. Oh, yes, very excited. And we had a little bit of a discussion beforehand. Yes, sorry, you guys were not privy to that. But we will share most of it in any case. So for today, we are discovering what saboteurs show up while we travel. <laughs> and they make things interesting, to say the least. <laughs> they definitely do. They definitely do. Mariska and I just thought this would be a great topic because travel and basically anything that's kind of out of your routine, we've noticed can really bring out self-sabotaging behaviors. Mm -hmm. So, and travel is a very, very common one because it really disrupts your everyday routine, your comfort zone. And although recently I haven't necessarily struggled that much with sabotaging behaviors when I travel, boy, oh boy, did I in the past, like <laughs> to an unreal <laughs> degree. So I will share with you guys a little bit about what happened with me. So when I was around 21, I had the opportunity to go to Thailand and Cuba and all of these amazing places for work. And at the time, I was definitely hyper vigilant. So meaning I was just so anxious all the time. I would say that I really, really struggled with anxiety, which is so kind of strange to think about now, um, years going on. But at the time, I really, really did. And essentially, hypervigilant is just when you feel as though anything and everything can go wrong. You, you are super sensitive to any slight change in your environment. You are basically hypervigilant. And that's very exhausting, very draining, not only for yourself, but for people mm -hmm. around you as well. <laughs> you know, I think my mom wanted to kill me, but uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? But we had this huge trip coming up and I just thought to myself, how on earth can I be on a plane for like a total of 20 hours or 21 hours when I think everything and anything can go wrong. Like, honestly, I was thinking my appendix will burst on this plane. Like <gasps> that's what's going to happen. Oh, like, no. yes, I really <laughs> thought that the worst things were going to happen. And it was just so terrifying to me that the plane ride was so long and just, and you know, anything can happen and you're suspended in the air. And it was, constantly on my mind. It was it was just constantly on my mind. I somehow managed to get myself to the airport and say yes to this big journey. And I'm not gonna lie. The first plane ride from Barbados to London, the worst turbulence, a oh. fight broke a fight broke out on the plane. <gasps> like literally, like maybe the seat next to my mom and I, um, oh, when we man. went to Bangkok, both my mom and I got severely ill for the first couple of days. And then after that, though, after that, I was so just completely amazed with where I was and what I was able to experience and what I was able to witness. 
and my curiosity and just love for experiencing new things completely took over and it's so interesting once i kind of overcame that massive fear because honestly at that time this trip was probably one of my biggest fears once i overcame that i have never had a problem with travel since ever like you could tell me to go to south africa tomorrow and i'd be like <laughs> okay you know i even plan my trips to the very last minute like no one understands i'm not I'm ready to go. I'm happy to go. I absolutely love it. And, you know, it's, I'm very, very grateful and blessed that that trip had its kind of hiccups, but it allowed me to just, again, reframe the whole thing and fall in love with traveling in a very, very different way. Wow. I can imagine you getting sick and going, Thank goodness it's not my appendix. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm like, thank God I don't need surgery. Nothing, nothing dire. Like, okay. Yeah, it's not so bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Always oh, trying man. to keep the glass half full. Yes, it, it is very helpful to be able to see a glass half full. So for me, travel in general, um, I don't have any major hiccups. I think my very, my, it's not a saboteur. It's more of a physical thing. Um, mm. I get seasick really easy. So the very first time that I flew, I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. Um, and I ended up taking a whole bunch of motion sickness tablets which worked really well Ooh, so okay. I didn't have a problem with the flying uh, plus I figured out that green pepper works really well for me too so if I eat green pepper when I am feeling queasy it works so these are so interesting for, for anybody else that gets a little bit queasy when traveling um, it may or may not work for you it worked for me the saboteur that shows up from time to time and I'm getting a lot better at preventing this little one rearing its head mm. is the stickler. So mm -hmm. the stickler, what it does is you literally go, it's, it's honest, if you have this little picture of a person mowing their lawn with yeah. a pair of hair scissors. Right. <laughs> that's the stickler got you now it shows up before travel not during travel so during travel i have no care in the world whether things are perfect or not i really don't mind before travel however i want my environment to be impeccable right yeah and the reason for this is because when i get back home i want to feel relaxed I already have a bunch of washing that I need to do when I get back because, well, who does any washing when they're on a trip? So that needs to happen when I get back home and I know that needs to happen. So I don't want to do anything else, right? That's it's fair, I think, in my, For sure. little, my little head. Now, being able to do that means that I spend way way too much time on all sorts of cleaning activities and not nearly as much time 
in necessarily the preparing to get onto the trip bit. Right. Which can cause some other issues because my husband has a time sensitivity um, mm. that goes into hyperdrive, especially when we travel. So if he wants to get on the road at 10 a.m., it doesn't mean five past 10. It means 10 or even before 10. So if I can be ready before 10, right. he's very happy. Of course, with my stickler, that makes it really tricky. So I have now devised plans <laughs> to combat this situation. And it is so much better. So anything. Tell us your secrets. Well, anything and everything that I can do beforehand. And mm. this means, so I'm not a fan of planning a trip like one day in advance, especially if right. it's a big trip, right? So if I'm right. going to be leaving for a week, I want to know for at least three days before the trip. Yeah. Because there's going to be a few things that need sorting out before we go. And it's not only my suitcase, right? There's a few other things, as I mentioned, that needs happening. If it is only for a weekend, yeah, you can maybe tell me a day before. That's fine. It, mm. it won't break me. I will most probably not have a lot of sleep in, but that is okay too. That's why we are going on a trip, right? Mm. <laughs> to relax. <laughs> So I plan a lot better these days up front and understanding what shows up for me and understanding what shows up for my other travel partners is so useful because if I know that we agreed um, to a 10 o'clock leave time, right? And this is another thing. Make sure when you have travel partners that you understand explicitly what each person in the travel party is requiring for that travel, right? We cannot smell what you want. <laughs> it is really difficult. So speak about it and agree upfront and then go and put your plans in place. So that's what I've been doing and it works a charm. It's really so easy. So these days when I went to travel, it's a breeze and my stickler well sometimes still raises its head and the kitchen sparkles afterwards <laughs> <laughs> which is i mean that's a bonus, that's always right? a good thing yeah that's always no, a good thing i i utilize my stickler for good not evil um, I love that. and it it works a little bit of planning goes a long way <laughs> Yeah, for sure. For sure. I feel like just having that awareness and understanding, like we always say, that really is the key to everything. And, mm -hmm. you know, thinking for all of my hypervigilant people out there, I would suggest, you know, before a trip, or if you have something upcoming, that's kind of a change to your everyday and takes you out of your comfort zone. And that anxiety and restless thoughts are coming through for you as scary as it may be i would suggest thinking to yourself okay what's worst case scenario like what is the absolute worst case scenario and how can i actually prepare for that so you know 
at my time of the trip, I was thinking, okay, if my appendix bursts, this is what, this is what I'll do. Like, this is what can happen on the plane. This is what can happen once I reach Thailand. This is a hospital. This is a, this, you know, I know that sounds probably so extreme, but just even knowing worst case scenario, like absolute worst case scenario, this is what I would do provides so much comfort and just going through it with yourself, asking yourself, okay, what resources might I need? Um, you know, if you're an incredibly nervous, anxious traveler, like I used to be, I would suggest kind of preparing yourself. So, you know, if you know that you really need sleep and you don't sleep well on planes, like, can you take an extra, I don't know, chamomile tea, maybe something stronger, <laughs> maybe, maybe something a good bit stronger, but you know, what can you, what can you do that's going to just make every single little thing a lot smoother mm -hmm. and i think just having that knowledge and being prepared can really tone down that saboteur that's coming up yeah absolutely so it sounds like the biggest tip for our podcast today would be a bit of pre-planning absolutely whether you're struggling with the stickler mm -hmm. or whether you are hyper vigilant pre-planning makes a big difference in how you actually react and then we are not literally we're not reacting right because we yeah. planned it we are being proactive and we can go from a space of creativity and joy and abundance instead of going from a place of fear where everything starts to become a big problem <laughs> Exactly. So these tips, they not only apply for travel, but if there's anything coming up for you that, you know, requires you to be a little outside of your comfort zone in an area mm -hmm. maybe you're not doing all of the time, the same tip applies. Really prepare, be proactive, go through all the possible outcomes and scenarios and ask yourself, how can I prepare for this? How would I handle it? And what support or resources might I need at this time? There you go. And remember, your worst case scenario will in all likelihood not come to pass, which exactly. is good. And literally, if we did, well, it doesn't matter anyway. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we hope that you enjoyed today's podcast. You know, please let us know how traveling is for you. We'd love to hear from you if mm -hmm. you can maybe send us a message. So we hope that you have a fantastic day. And if you are traveling or if something new is coming up, we're sending you all of the good vibes, all of the good energy. We're with you in spirit. Definitely. And if you are traveling, Enjoy your trip. Until Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.